Modeling host-associating microbes under selection. Abstract. The concept of fitness is often reduced to a single component, such as the replication rate in a given habitat. For species with multi-step life cycles, this can be an unjustified oversimplification, as every step of the life cycle can contribute to the overall reproductive success in a specific way. In particular, this applies to microbes that spend part of their life cycles associated to a host. In this case, there is a selection pressure not only on the replication rates, but also on the phenotypic traits associated to migrating from the external environment to the host and vice versa, i.e. the migration rates. Here, we investigate a simple model of a microbial lineage living, replicating, migrating, and competing in and between two compartments, a host and an environment. We perform a sensitivity analysis on the overall growth rate to determine the selection gradient experienced by the microbial lineage. We focus on the direction of selection at each point of the phenotypic space, defining an optimal way for the microbial lineage to increase its fitness. We show that the microbes can adapt to the two-compartment life cycle through either changes in replication or migration rates, depending on the initial values of the traits, the initial distribution across two compartments, the intensity of competition, and the time scales involved in the life cycle versus the time scale of adaptation, which determines the adequate probing time to measure fitness. Overall, our model provides a conceptual framework to study the selection of microbes experiencing a host-associated life cycle. Introduction. Fitness is a central concept in evolutionary biology of particular importance for the theory of natural selection. Fitness measures how well a phenotype performs in terms of reproductive success, i.e., in terms of its ability to survive and reproduce. Natural selection, acting through reproduction and inheritance of the phenotypic traits, then leads to an increase in the population of the genotypes producing high fitness phenotypes. In any system, fitness emerges mechanistically from birth and death events. However, when it comes to the study of particular experimental systems or models, the question of how to measure fitness is often delicate, and fitness is often defined from the outset as a phenomenological parameter. For practical reasons, fitness is often quantified under controlled laboratory conditions using different proxies, such as a net replication rate measured over a limited period of time or a proportion of habitats successfully colonized. But none of these fitness components alone provides a holistic view of what fitness encompasses in natural conditions. Indeed, in nature, individual lineages within a species are often subject to multi-step life cycles, during which they transition across different habitats, like hosts and environments, which may each favor distinct life history characteristics. Some of the steps of these life cycles allow for offspring production, others may be developmental, or may concern migration or dispersal to the appropriate environments or mate finding 
in the case of sexual reproduction. Fitness of an individual lineage is thus a multivariate function of all the life history traits characterizing its life cycle, and in particular its reproduction rates within the habitats and importantly transmission across habitats. The development of methods to take into account life cycles in the assessment of fitness has proven important in a variety of contexts. Historically, age-structured models have been developed to study human demography. In the context of species conservation, or at the other end of the spectrum, pest management, the focus has been, the focus has been on finding the Achilles heel of species life cycles to design efficient strategies to act upon them in order to shape and preserve biodiversity. This idea has further been developed theoretically within the conceptual framework of metapopulation dynamics. Moreover, life cycle characteristics are also central to the study of the onset of multicellularity to understand why and how group replication can be selected for. The question of how life cycle components contribute to fitness is of particular relevance for the study of microbial communities to, that associate with hosts, i.e. host-associated microbiota. Intricate life cycles are common in nature where microbes can, for example, use hosts as vectors between habitats. Having a living host as a habitat adds complexity to the assessment of fitness, given that the presence of the microbes may impact the host's fitness and vice versa. Research has often been biased towards the host perspective and has focused on how microbes can contribute to host fitness by extending the host functional repertoire, for example, performing digestive or immune tasks. An exception is epidemiology and parasitology that have specifically addressed the impact of the host fitness on the pathogen in the form of trade-offs between transmission and within-host virulence. But what about commensal relationships where bacteria do not have a negative impact on the host fitness? In this context, what are the factors that determine fitness of a microbial lineage? Here, we focus on a primary aspect of the impact of a host on the overall fitness of a microbial lineage, in that it provides the microbe with an alternative habitat where growth conditions are potentially different from the environmental habitat. We propose a framework to assess the selection gradient acting upon the life history traits of a microbe of microbes undergoing a biphasic life cycle in which they alternate between phases of host association and free-living environmental phases. Biphasic life cycles are likely to be at the origin of host microbiota associations and are still widespread in current associations. We propose that the overall fitness of a microbial lineage during a biphasic life cycle needs to integrate evolutionary success across the different steps of the life cycle. It is 
therefore shaped by reproductive rates in both the habitat and, additionally, by the migration rates between the habitats. The gradient of selection determines the, the direction in the phenotypic space that evolution is expected to follow to maximize overall fitness. Our general aim is to provide a tool to compare the relative importance of the different life history traits of a microbial lineage, starting only from the equations that describe the population dynamics experienced throughout the life cycle. We explore a simple, continuous time, two-compartment model that allows microbes to migrate between the host and an environment. We use the method of sensitivity analysis to infer how strongly the overall growth rate depends on the traits we are considering. In the baseline version of the model, we consider unconstrained growth. Subsequently, we extend our framework to include population size constraints. We define the local direction of the selection gradient as the optimal strategy for a microbial lineage to adapt to its life cycle, starting from the local values of the traits. We show the existence of defined regions of different optimal strategies in the phenotypic space, in which it is either more beneficial to optimize growth or migration. The boundaries of these regions are driven by modeling assumptions, such as competition, and the probing time chosen to measure fitness. Discussion. Out in the wild, microbial lineages are often subject to multi-step life cycles, where they alternate between at least two habitats. Each of the steps of the life cycles can contribute to the overall reproductive success. In general, microbial fitness is thus more complex than the common approximation of growth yield used in the lab. This is particularly true for microbes with life cycles that involve a host-associated phase and a free-living phase. As commonly observed for many host-associated microbiota members. In this case, selection should favor traits which ensure both high reproductive rates within each habitat, but also successful transmission between them. A framework to study fitness in all its complexity is needed in the field of microbiota studies, which could benefit from some of the mathematical tools first introduced in demography as the ones used in this work. Here, we investigate a model of a microbial lineage living, replicating, migrating, and competing in between two compartments, a host, assumed to be throughout the paper a compartment where replication is slower, and the environment. To analyze the selection gradient experienced by the microbial lineage going through the biphasic life cycle with phases in the environment and phases in the host, we perform sensitivity analysis. We focus on the leading direction of the selection gradient at each point of the phenotypic space, thereby defining an optimal strategy for the microbial lineage to maximize its fitness. We showed that in the case of unconstrained exponential growth in both the compartments, there are two optimal strategies, increasing the replication rate in a host compared to the environment, which is strategy one, and decreasing the migration rate to the host, which is strategy two to maximize the time spent in the fast replicating compartment. The first strategy is optimal at initially high within host replication rates and high migration rates, while the second strategy is optimal at initially small migration rates and small within host replication rates. 
Next, we extend the model to a scenario where microbial growth is limited by competition. We start with global competition, a case which could describe competition for a resource, resource homogeneously shared between the host and the environment. Biologically, this corresponds to communities of microbes that are associated with hosts but have extensive contact with the environment, as the skin or the epithelial microbiota, for example. In this case, we show that apart from a transient effect, the optimality of the strategies is conserved from the case without competition. With competition in the host only, the slow replicating compartment, at longer probing times or at higher competition intensities, the strategy one, increasing the ratio of replication rates, is disfavored when migration out of the environment is slower than replication in the environment i.e. where there is no equilibrium. Strategy two, decreasing migration to the host, thus increases its area of optimality. Inversely, with competition in the environment only, the fast replicating compartment, or with competition of equal intensity within the host and within the, apart the environment, the strategy two is disfavored when migration out of the host is slower than replication in the host, leaving strategy one as the only optimal strategy in this region of the parameter space. Unsurprisingly, this suggests that competition within the fast replicating compartment dominates the effect on the salation gradient. While this analysis provides crucial information on the selection gradient that shapes microbial adaptation to life cycles involving host association, it does not take into account the evolvability of the traits themselves. Although the selection gradient is a good indicator of the expected evolutionary path in the phenotypic space, the underlying genotype-slash-phenotype mapping does not always allow for this path to be taken and the outcome of evolution may thus be different. The discrete nature, the non-additivity and non-linearity of genetic information, as well as the existence of costs, trade-offs, and evolutionary constraints may prevent the predicted continuous change on a phenotypic trait. In addition, using sensitivities is built on the assumption that adaptation generates a additive changes in life history traits. Although this is a common assumption, different choices are sometimes made. For example, multiplicative changes of the traits are assumed in elasticity analysis, which presents the advantage of manipulating only proportional changes and thus non-dimensional quantities, but deals poorly with traits that can take the value of zero. These fundamental assumptions can sometimes result in different inferred selection gradients, as was shown in the context of age-classified populations. Stepping back, we can evaluate the predictions of our model in the light of biological observations. Evolution experiments where microbial lineages are serially passaged through a host and an environment are of particular interest here. To assess the response, to selection resulting in bifa from biphasic life cycles. The key role of microbial immigration during the initial adaptation to their zebrafish host has, for example, been highlighted 
In Drosophila and in C. elegans, experimental selection towards host association resulted in adaptive changes in microbial life history with a direct impact on host fitness. In detail, in the first case, there is evolution towards byproduct mutualism, and in the second, which concerns initially pathogenic population, evolution towards less virulence and an increased carrying capacity. Conceptually, using an integrative overall growth rate as a measure of fitness across the life cycle provides a complementary insight to invasion fitness approaches developed to analyze such evolution experiments. While invasion fitness analysis relies on assessing the long-term chances of successful invasion of an established population at equilibrium by a new mutant strain of defined trait values, sensitivity analysis of the overall growth rate provides a systematic framework that can be applied to out-of-equilibrium systems and provides information on shorter timescales. Both frameworks rely on different proxies to assess a fitness capturing its different components. In one case, the frequency of patches where the microbe is present, and in the other, the overall growth rate, but both frameworks converge on the key role of migration between compartments. In fact, many common cases like global competition, the long-term predictions of invasion fitness are recovered with the sensitivity analysis of the effective growth rate by setting T max sufficiently large. In future work, our framework could be extended in different directions to capture additional characteristics of microbial life cycles and host association. The first extension could be to increase the number of compartments. While the question of fluctuating environments has been studied before, in discrete times or in different contexts, in our context, it may be profitable to consider and include host population dynamics. This would notably allow us to include microbial traits that affect host fitness in our analysis. Our second direction could be to include non-homogeneities and stochasticity. A first step could be to introduce several interacting taxa with different life history traits and assess how the presence of additional taxa potentially modifies the selection of the on the taxon of focus. Secondly, our deterministic description is valid only if the number of microbes is sufficiently large at all times and can only describe the average selection gradient experienced by the lineage. Introducing stochasticity would crucially allow the study of differentiation, which may play an essential role in the response to multi-step life cycles, which include replication in several steps. Differentiation in the form of speciation, phenotypic plasticity, or bet hedging, is indeed observed in evolution experiments in natural microbial populations. It is also observed in host-associated populations and may thus be expected in evolution experiments that include a host-associated, a host association phase. In a stochastic setting with mutation of the life history traits, it could be important to also incorporate other mechanisms of transfer of genetic information such as horizontal gene transfer and recombination, which could decelerate or even prevent differentiation. Finally, a key aspect that we have so far excluded is spatiality. 
Effects of spatiality on the selection gradient are known, for example, in a simple petri dish system, where the existence of an optimal expansion speed for a given habitat size is shown. Generally, hosts are highly structured habitats with variation in nutrients and chemical and physical gradients shaping the shaping, for example, the gut, which may also favor differentiation. The introduction of several compartments or subcompartments within the host could represent a first step in this direction. In conclusion, the framework we introduce here with a minimal model provides a basis to study the consequences of habitat switching for microbes and will allow to explore additional aspects of host association in the future. It meets the need to conceptualize fitness as a holistic measure that captures all aspects of microbial life cycles. With the development of this framework, we aim to contribute to a better understanding of the mutual benefits that microbes and hosts can retrieve from such associations.